Trevor Donovan, three movies. This year he is starring in USS Christmas, which comes out tonight. So he's on a boat. He is on a boat, and then yes. And he comes home for Christmas. I'm no, assuming. she goes there. Oh, she goes to the boat. She's doing a story oh, on uh, the history of the boat, I believe. And they end up, you know, <laughs> working together. The USS Christmas? Yes. Oh, man. At well, least, you know what? Hey, there's a little bit of creativity <laughs> here. Good job, guys. They're not on land. Yeah. <laughs> they added water as an element. That's really exciting. Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love re-watching movies over and over again. And if you're here, I'm going to assume you probably love romantic comedies. We do too. So this is a show where we re-watch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have the Hallmark Christmas, Christmas Special episode. episode. This episode is going to be uh, slightly different. As you know, there are so many Hallmark Christmas romantic comedies. We're not going to be uh, break, breaking down every single one for you because that would take forever. We're not <laughs> doing, we're, we're kind of doing all of them at once. Normally I ask your first thoughts, but like, mm-hmm. uh, should I ask your first thoughts on the Hallmark Christmas season? Well, I can tell you that all the 2020 movies so far have been pretty kick-ass. I really didn't watch much, but I caught about two of them, or like maybe one and a half, and I thought, hey, <laughs> this isn't as bad as it normally is. Yeah, They're yeah. actually getting better. Is they that weird? Are. I, I would agree, yeah. And I mean, since I think they started coming out this year on October 23rd, <laughs> and um, I would say that I've already watched about... 20 to 25 movies. Oh my God. So are they That's all... bad, isn't it? Yeah, that is bad. Are they just mushing together in your brain now? Um. So the movie posters really help. Like they do really help differentiate. <laughs> visual aids are nice. Yes, they're great. I'm a very visual person. Maybe some of them are mushing together. Well, it's tough when it's all, we'll, we'll get into this, but it's tough when it's the same actress in five different movies. Yes. You're like, hold on, Gretchen Wieners. I, uh, I feel like it was another guy before. <laughs> well, sometimes I'll, I'll, like I have them all PVR'd. So um, sometimes I'll watch a movie and then I'll watch another movie and it's the same actor or the same actress. And I'm like, oh God, I was like, I didn't mean to like, I try to, you know, mix them up and, and pick ones that aren't back to back, but sometimes I do get back to back ones. Can we do a backstory on Hallmark, because I feel yeah. like it was kind of an apparition. One day, we didn't have Hallmark Christmas romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. And then they just became. They, they they were there, and we all acted like, oh, yeah, that, they've been here for a while. Yeah, so it started um, with ABC in the 1990s. The idea came about of having continuous holiday movies. Oh, um, then ABC Family... Uh, started the 25 Days of Christmas as a programming promotion. So it was never really here to stay. It wasn't even like a Hallmark Channel thing. No, no, that didn't exist. The first few actors to be featured um, through this ABC family's 25 Days of Christmas were Mario Lopez and Joey Lawrence. So you'll remember Joey Lawrence from Brotherly Love. Right. The movie and Brotherly Mario Love. Lopez is obviously A.C. Slater. My guy. <laughs> yes, yes. Which just relaunched actually this week. Yeah, and you know what? He's yeah. looking good. Yes. In it oh too. my gosh. Definitely. He good looks real good. Um, so then the Hallmark Channel uh, launched in 2001. Uh, they didn't fully get on board with the concept of the holiday movies 24-7, which is what they have now until 2011. Whoa! Yeah. So, so it's really only been nine years that this has been a thing. Yeah, so so next year will be the 10th 
the 10th anniversary of it all oh, in 2021. Are they already gearing up for that? I'm yeah. sure. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure there was 40 new releases this year. So I'm sure they're going to try to go for an epic like 45 or 50. I don't know if you've noticed a trend because, I mean, let's be honest, you don't really watch them. Um, <laughs> but sometimes I'll look up, like I'll see kind of things that I recognize. And so I'll look them up. And most of the films have been filmed in Canada. Yeah, for our American audience, you might be surprised, but the majority of times they come across the border to uh, film these movies because we, we give a lot of uh, grants for them. I feel like there's some tax break opportunities there. Some of the films have actually been filmed where we live, Yeah, Devin. yeah. Our, our town gets a few as well. Yeah. Like where I grew up in Ottawa, there's a town called Almont nearby there that gets yes. a lot. It's very like a... Picturesque. If, yes. If you Google uh, Perth, Ontario or Almont, Ontario, you'll be like, wow, is that is that Stars Hollow from Gilmore <laughs> Girls? And I think that's what all these movies are looking for. They're like, what kind of looks like the Gilmore Girls place, yeah. right? That, that's kind of what we want. Yeah, very quaint, cute town that, yeah. yeah. Um, so these holiday movies usually come with a budget of $2 million, so they don't get a lot of money or funding. Oh my God, that's nothing! Mm -hmm. So to make the most of it, that's why, like you said, they're shot in Canada, because they get a lot of tax breaks um, so that they don't break the bank. Uh, British Columbia is a hot spot. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's on our West Coast uh, because there's um, beautiful mountainous backgrounds. And then Ontario is another typical province um, in Canada that they tend to film in. And then there's been a few films where they've um, traveled to Europe to film the movies. Oh, my God. Stop it. Yes. You're saying they mostly have a $2 million budget and yet movies are flying to Europe? Maybe they have a slightly bigger budget. I'm not sure. Um, so this year's Christmas in Vienna... Um, a movie that came out this year uh, was filmed in Vienna. And the, wow. Yes. And the 2018 Christmas at the Palace was shot in Romania because um, they wanted to get shots of uh, castles in, in that country. As well, um, there's, I believe, Christmas in Rome. Yeah, Christmas in Rome. And that was also... Uh, filmed in Rome. Imagine. I love how simple the naming is for this. Like, all right, we're flying to Vienna. What are we going to call it? I don't know. Just call it Christmas in Vienna. <laughs> how about um, <laughs> Christmas in Rome? You already said it. It's Christmas in Rome. Hey, we got it. Yeah, I had to like second guess because I was like, okay, wait, is it Christmas in <laughs> could Rome? Could it possibly be it Could, could it be that simple? Yep, it is. It was one shot in London. What do you think it was called? <laughs> Christmas in London, perhaps. <laughs> um, so another cool thing is um, these movies don't take, you know, months to film. Yeah. Each Hallmark Christmas movie takes between around 14 to 21 days to film. <laughs> this is one of the reasons why they can release so many Christmas movies each year. So I don't know if, if you guys have noticed, but um, in the last few years, every single year, it's like, oh, we're going to release 30 movies this year. We're going to release 35 movies the following up. year. It's going up every single year. Um, but this also gives the actors the ability to be in so many and to film so many movies and other projects throughout the year. Yeah. So they don't get bogged down with having to, you know, do a Hallmark Christmas movie when they could be doing a, you know, a bigger film or or something else. Or launching their music career. Or launching I their music career. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Snow is another big necessary addition to these Hallmark Christmas movies. So when I saw the one that was filming downtown where we live, um, it was in August. They film and produce them in only, like I said, a few months. Um, and they have to be ready for the Hallmark Channel launch, which starts at the end of October. So they can turn them around so, so fast. Producers use a variety of tricks uh, for their fake snow, including uh, snow blankets, which I'll be honest, 
I snow can blankets? They yeah just throw blankets down on the ground that have like um kind of like a fuzzier snow texture to them you can tell like I when they use snow blankets I'll be honest like I can tell that they're using these in in the liars yeah so um they also use foam uh commercial replica snow crushed limestone and even um, ice shavings. There are some problems with all that though. Like I know that there's a town nearby us as well that gets some Hallmark Christmas romantic comedies yep. and they had a bylaw passed that you could only use certain types of fake snow yeah. because of the environmental impact. I know that was a thing. Yeah, you're so right. What would you guess is the typical budget per movie for snow? Oh, just for snow. In a so, Hallmark movie. Okay, yeah. so we've got a $2 million budget. How much does snow cost? Um, I can't imagine spending any more than ten grand on fake snow. Okay, so um, you're forty thousand dollars off. It's fifty thousand. Wow, for... that's a lot of money for fake snow. It is, but I mean, you have to have it. This seems like such a waste for something that just comes out of the air. It just happens. Yeah, but they have to be ready for. October, really, the oh, movies. True. So they have to do them in the summer or very early fall so in order to do lying. them. they're lying. If you see these movies, they're, they're shot in August. <laughs> you'll, see, not... you'll see the actors and actresses in like heavy jackets in the middle of summer and you're like, it is 30 degrees <laughs> And out. some guy walks by the background like shirtless with shorts on. <laughs> yes. So it was funny. There was I watched a, a fall Hallmark movie this year and it was it had been filmed in the city we live in and... I recognize it right away because they used one of the local bars for um, for where they were going to play their music. Mm-hmm. And there were people who probably, no, definitely were not extras in the movie. And they were walking behind and they were just very disheveled. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, you are not an extra. Like, this is just a natural. This is, this is the natural place of a human that lives yeah, in town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just walking in the background, kind of like as he was walking by, just kind of like looking and being like, what is happening? And I was like, oh, you are not an extra. So in a lot of the Hallmark movies, um, me personally as well, I'll I'll see a coat that one of the actresses is wearing or I'll see a dress, you know, when they go to a gala or, or something, a dance. And I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I really like that dress. You can actually find most of the outfits the actors and actresses wear in each of the movies online. There are specifically Hallmark Christmas movie blogs and websites that have links to the winter coats, scarves, hats, dresses, Anything that they wear in the movies, you can ultimately find online. This is where I'm drawing a line. This is getting (laughs) absurd. So if you're sitting in your basement and you're like, oh my God, that scarf. And like, oh my God, that coat. Like you can can live the life of Gretchen Wieners if you want. Yes, absolutely. You can wear her clothes that she wears in A Christmas Coming Home or something. absurd. Yes. So... And it is real life. One day on lunch, my boss wanted me to help her find a winter coat that one of the actresses was wearing in a movie that she had watched the night before. Your boss made you do this? <laughs> well, yeah, it was what on is lunch. This Devil Wears Prada? No. Go we... <laughs> get me this coat, please. No, no, no. We talk about them because, like, we'll be like, oh, which one did you watch last night? And then we'll just chat about them. Oh, yeah, like, you know, I liked this one better or whatever. So, yeah, she asked me to help her find them. We did find it. If you're listening to this, you probably like Hallmark movies because of what? Because they tend to provide an escape of predictability and happiness. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They're super easy. Oh, yeah. They're easy to watch. We all know how they're going to end. Um, They provide a neurological reward. 
Uh, so Pamela Rutledge, a behavioral scientist, explained that the formulaic plots and the predictability of the movies are rewarding, especially when people are busy with the holiday seasons and are trying to de-stress. I don't want to sound rude, but it sounds like we're going to make this as dumb, simple as possible. <laughs> You're going to know everything that happens every time a movie comes on. Yep. And we're going to be upfront about that. Mm-hmm. You're going to know it. We're going to know it. And you're still going to like it. Absolutely. (laughs) I love Hallmark Christmas movies. They are just something I can throw on, I can watch, and I'm happy. They're happy. You're happy. Everybody's happy. Like, I completely agree. Like, I know that there is a very predictable storyline, and I know that that's part of why you, Devin, hate them. Certainly. Yeah. But they just bring so much joy while you're watching them. Can, can we give some context here? I've been dying for you to finish watching Amazon Prime's The Boys. <laughs> yes. And she's like, well, I've got like four Hallmark movies to watch. <laughs> right now, I have 129 Hallmark Christmas movies pre-recorded. What? Yes. That's absurd. I think, I think that's also 129. including- 129. No, sorry, 124. How many hours is that? A lot. That's like 200 hours. I think they're about two hours each. And I mean, I I fast forward through the commercials, some of the commercials. This is absurd behavior. There's something wrong. (laughs) There is. You know what? I want to talk to that. I'm sure, though, there's doubles in there because I'll talk about that later on. But there's definitely doubles. I want to talk to Pamela Rutledge, this um, (laughs) behavioral scientist, because there's got to be something strange about that. There's... Maybe maybe there's something happening in your real life that, like, you know, you're not getting... Yeah, well, you're in it, so there's the problem. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So, um, you know what? This, this is a good time to bring up a game we want to play. Yeah. So, you may love Hallmark Christmas romantic comedies, but Woo-hoo. you may also agree with me no. that the plots, cliches, and stories are absurd. So my (laughs) nine to five job, you may or may not be aware, is a radio host. And uh, on the air, occasionally we play a game called the Hallmark Movie Trailer Game, where the person who calls in makes up a fake Hallmark Christmas rom-com, like a a title for it. And on the spot, on the air, we come up with a movie trailer for it. So I thought throughout this pod, let's let's just sprinkle those moments in. They're great. The Christmas kissing booth. Ooh, I like this. Okay, so we have, uh, we have Sarah is a small-town event planner from Tinseltown, Montana. She's planning the city's winterlude. In comes Kent, a state accountant trying to shut winterlude down. On his way to the small town, he learns new values, understands the importance of family, and the twist is, is that this winterlude, it has a, um, it has a kissing booth, and then they find love and they, they, they kiss in the kissing booth, right? Join us on the Hallmark Channel for the Christmas Kissing Booth. <laughs> so sounds uh, uh, very cheesy, but I, I, <laughs> that I like that I'm in, in it. Yeah, yeah I like there. that I'm in it as an event planner. I'm probably doing a wonderful job at Winterlude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nailing it, guys. And somebody comes in and tries to shut me down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold your horses. Can't. Literally, because he owns horses. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Or I own the horses? No, no, no. You own the horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I, own the horse. I own He's a horse farm as well. Guy. Yeah, yeah. There is a yearly convention called Christmas Con, which celebrates all things Hallmark. I can't tell if this is a joke or not. It this is, is a real thing. It is a real life thing. The first wave of tickets, um, which is 50 bucks, sold, like they sell out immediately. And the Hallmark Channel USA is the official sponsor of the event. They include things um, 
the the convention includes things like panels of writers, actors, directors. Um, you can c- converse with them. You can ask them questions. You can also pick up official merchandise. I know a few people who no. have official merchandise. No. That's my Christmas Hallmark movie watching blanket. Oh yes, I've seen that actually. Yes, that was and, actually popular. Yes, and a friend also has a sweatshirt that says, "This is my official Chris- Hallmark Christmas movie watching sweater." I've got a question because because obviously the big comparison here is Comic Con. Yes, in which people dress up in Chewbacca costumes and they're like I'm Han Solo and like I'm Deadpool I'm (laughs) Superman so people for Christmas Con do they dress up like Hallmark actors Uh, that is a really good question I would like to think that they have worn all of their winter coats that they have purchased online every every single person here is like oh I'm pretending to be a coffee shop owner in a quaint town like oh where are you really from New York City oh what do you do I'm a chartered accountant but today, I am a coffee shop. <laughs> I'm an aspiring journalist. Yeah, um, exactly. This is my $200 coat that I purchased online. Would you agree that the Hallmark Channel has helped keep cable alive in the era of streaming services? Um, why don't you plead your case? Okay, so in 2016, 4 million viewers tuned in to see the Christmas movie lineup live on cable. Sorry, okay, so we're we're just telling people what the lineup's going to be, and 4 million people thought, I need to see this! Yes, and this is in 2016, so <laughs> nowadays... This is absurd! Yeah, it outpaces most other shows on programming. So, like your NCISs, or your Law & Orders, what? or your, um, I'm trying to think of another like, like TV show. Like that lineup show. That lineup show will outpace the shows that you regularly watch. You know, This Is Us, or... Um, okay, you said 4 million people, right? Yeah, 4 million people. This is not back in 2016. Okay. So, Hallmark estimates nearly 36 million viewers have already, in 2020, watched at least part of a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> I mean, they're saying they people have watched part of one. So do I count when I walk into the room and say, oh, my God, this is so stupid. Why are you still watching this? And then walk out? Yeah. Okay. That, well, you so, know what? I'm going to say, no, so I'm gonna, I don't think so. I'm going to say about a quarter of that 36 million is just disgruntled husbands being like, ah, oh, I want to watch the basketball game. But actually, while you were talking, I looked up the 2020 NBA Finals. Yeah. Guess how many people tuned in for that? How many people? 6.7 million. So 36 million viewers have already watched part of a Hallmark Christmas movie this year. That is the size of Canada's population. That's right. But has also, watched. 4 million viewers tuning in to see a lineup. In announced. 2016. So that's like that's or quite a few years ago. Or you can see LeBron James win a title. <laughs> okay. I want to I want to see what movies are coming out this year, you That's know? That's ridiculous. Um the Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas and Sister Network. So there's actually a sister network called Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Miracles of Christmas. Okay. Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Miracles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're lying to me. I or am not, not this lying. This is ridiculous. This is all very true. Um, have cumulatively reached 25 million unduplicated viewers since the network's kickoff of the 2020 holiday season on October 23rd. Can we talk about the movie titles of these movies? Mm, like Christmas in Vienna or Christmas in Rome? Or Which... Christmas in Homestead? Or. Yeah. Christmas Coming home for Christmas yeah. or Hearts of the Holiday. They're extremely broad in nature and they don't really give you a ton to go on. No. So my 124, back to how many movies I have currently PVR'd on oh, our TV. God. I've recorded several times the same movie. And like I said, I'm pretty sure there's several duplications because I can't go based on the movie title because they're too similar. 
Hallmark is uh, quantity over quality, in my opinion. But there's perhaps, probably perhaps. I mean, they take 14 days to shoot these movies. <laughs> yes. So I'm sure you know what I'm sure there's a guy somewhere, either in New York City or L.A., who's just like his job is to name these movies. Yes. And he probably let's call a spade a spade. He probably wakes up, smokes a lot of weed thinks why is this my life yeah and then he just starts jotting things down where is this tinseltownville <laughs> christmas in tinseltownville <laughs> so it's a ville and a town yeah yeah ville, exactly ville and town mean the same thing hey he's pretty high at this point <laughs> all right well it's like okay opi nail polish it's one person who names all of the opi nail polishes oh that's real mm-hmm. so like i could not be wrong here yes i'm pretty sure her name is Susie because and in every collection, in every collection, there is a Susie skis in the Pyrenees, or Susie sells no. seashells, or Susie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy who makes the the Hallmark movie? His name is Chris. His name is yeah. Let's His, be honest, oh, or, Christmas. Or her Chris. name is Holly, yes. or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> something to do with Christmas. <laughs> So I watched, you know, I watched the first 10 minutes of the movies and I realized, oh my gosh, I've already seen this. Sometimes I'll just keep going because I'm like, oh, it's an easy, good one that I liked in the past. But I for sure go by the very cheesy posters that they make for the movies because otherwise I would really have no other way of knowing whether I've seen it or not. They probably have 10 headshots of every actor and actress <laughs> and they just mix and match them, toss a wreath in there and boom, it's Christmas. Put a in- snow globe on them. Yeah, yeah and that is... Christmas in Evergreen or whatever it is. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yes, great movie series. Oh, oh, that's a real one. Okay. Uh, yes. The only thing that that I'm like, oh, Hallmark, you know, come on, is that how having a career is not fulfilling enough. You need to have a man in your life in order to have a fulfilling life. Oh, we're talking about the plots. I love the, the plots. plots. Yeah. Movie. So, yeah. Let, yeah, let's talk about the plots that, you know, a woman is incomplete without uh, a man or... That her career is not enough for her to ha- to be happy in her life. Yeah, I also think that that the whole career side of things is very vague in yes, terms of like usually. <laughs> somebody talks about like oh like I need to get the, this to my boss, but like we never meet the boss, you know, or like oh, oh like I'm yeah. taking a job in Alaska. To, what, wasn't there a guy in a one we watched recently who's mm-hmm. like I'm taking a photography job in Alaska, but like nobody really meets the people around it's kind of like anytime you look just a little bit outside of the frame of mm-hmm. these hallmark movies you're like well all this like none of this matters like, well they have a two real. million dollar budget it's not like a 40 million dollar budget <laughs> but i'm just saying people are like oh, i gotta get this report to so and so and we never meet so and so and we never see the reports it's just something that's looming in the background well because they win over the christmas spirit in their hearts and they don't need it anymore right yeah of course that's <laughs> what i was gonna they say they don't need that promotion <laughs> <laughs> to bring them overseas. You, you defended that <laughs> so militantly, so quickly. <laughs> well, Devin. <laughs> However, like it's it's the point where they give up their their dream job of owning a bakery in New York City or, you know, getting the promotion at their at their journalist paper. Yeah. It's it's like every female character is incomplete until they meet yeah. this man and then their life comes together. But it's yes. like you you know, Christmas spirit happens. Oh my gosh, they have the guy. They have a job in the small hometown that they've come back to, but it's not their dream job, but it's a job. But it's like, a job. You know, yeah, yeah. It's um and and I think they're getting better at changing that, like that they can have, you know, it all. The the dream job 
um, and the guy. But I think, you know, maybe in the earlier ones, it was very much so, you know, you got to give up one. Do you give up your the guy you're in love with or the job that you love? Why like, not have both? Why not have both? I mean, it's a Hallmark movie. Why can't you do it all? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? I think, I'd like to think Hallmark is hopefully getting a little bit more progressive. Yes. I know you may talk about this later, but... Mm-hmm. I read a story, not that I care about the going-ons of Hallmark movies, but I know they had their first uh, LGBTQ yeah. couple in a yes, movie. Yes, yes, representation in, in one of the movies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Just so I think, I think the inclusivity of Hallmark movies are um, broadening, which I think is fantastic. Um, you know, I think we could use more of it, right? Um, everyone needs to see themselves in these movies, and I think that's really important. Everybody, no matter your religion, background, race, whatever it is, you can be in a horrible Christmas romantic comedy. <laughs> you can find, you can have snowball fights and you can drink hot cocoa in a quaint cafe in yes. Almont, Ontario. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter your background. You should, you should have that right. Okay, let, let's do another uh, movie, uh, a Hallmark movie trailer game. Oh, that's a boring. My mom said a Canadian Christmas. A Canadian Christmas? Oh, I can make that work. A Canadian Christmas? Okay, okay, so it's like... Natasha's a hotshot big city lawyer, and Jason owns his family's maple syrup farm. When she travels to Christmasville, Ontario, to attempt to sell his property, she finds love, happiness, and relearns the meaning of Christmas. Join us for Canadian Christmas on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> there we go. I feel like that was all right, right? <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, too. Yeah. A maple syrup farmer, obviously. <laughs> okay, so I want to move into the top six leading ladies in the Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, my God. Can I make, can I make some predictions? Sure. Do you know the actresses in the Hallmark Christmas movies? Stephanie Tanner. She was in some, right? She was in some, so Jodie Sweeting. Any this year? No, is she on your no, list? No, she's not in any this okay. year. I don't think so. DJ Tanner, though. DJ Tanner, yes. Candace Cameron Bure. She, she gets on the list. Don't yeah. tell me where. Okay, okay, so I got one. Okay, yep. Um, and Gretchen Wieners has got to be in some. Lacey Chabert, yeah. So she is also on the list. Here we go. Yes. I don't know any <laughs> Gretchen of Wieners oh, from oh, Mean oh. Girls. Who's that chick from uh, How I Met Your Mother? She's in some of them, right? She is Ashley Williams. Yeah. Yes, she is also on the list. Okay, for somebody who doesn't watch Hallmark movies, you sure know who <laughs> uh, three of the top six are. Hey. Hmm. Do you do you that. watch these when? If I go to bed when early, you're not around, yeah. When you're when I'm not I can around, do you, you watch? I it? don't. It's just they're on so often, and so often I'll come to see you. And and we all know Gretchen. We like we see the trailers, right? This is true. Anytime you're watching one Hallmark Christmas movie, they've got yeah. ten trailers for the next ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you just know all the actresses. Yeah, it's so that you know when the next ones are coming out, so you can PVR them. And it's it's been <laughs> DJ Tanner and Gretchen Wieners for like four years. I feel oh for a good long time. Like yeah. they they come hammering out with movies. Okay. Yeah. Well, who else we got? I'm excited to see okay. where I ended up on the list. So tied in sixth is Danica McKellar. Okay. She has six movies. Christmas, She Wrote, is the one that's coming out this year. Okay. Uh, Christmas at Dollywood. Actually had Dolly Parton in last I year. I say Dollywood. That was a pretty good movie. It was cool. Uh, Christmas at Grand Valley in 2018. Coming Home for Christmas in 2017. My Christmas I Dream. handle this. 2016. And Crown for Christmas in 2015. <laughs> this Okay. You're welcome. We, for the next, uh, for, for this whole segment, you take mm-hmm. a drink anytime a movie title has Christmas in it. 
Um, okay. So that's six drinks right there because they Definitely. all involved Christmas in some way. Yes. Right, also coming in sixth with six movies is Ashley Williams. Okay, what was she in? So she is one of the stars of the Christmas and Evergreen movies. So uh, there's three movies there. Wait, the fourth. Wait, wait, there's a Christmas and Evergreen line of movies. Yes, it, they're great. They're fantastic. Is this like a trilogy or what's? Um, how does this? It's happen? a. It's a. I don't know what a, would four would be a quadruple. Um, there's four of them. Oh my! The God. fourth is coming out this year. So wait, how do the pl- do the plots change? Is it her every time, and she just so falls she, in love with different guys? So the guys? first first one she was in as the main character. The second one she was in uh, throughout the movie, but not the main character. The third one she was only in, I think, at the end. She in in there's a signature red truck in in Christmas and Evergreen. Oh so God. the red truck always has something to do with the movie. And then in the fourth movie coming out, she's on the poster for it, but she's not listed as one of the characters. Listen, Marvel extended cinematic universe step aside here comes hallmark christmas christmas and evergreen you you calm down okay justice (laughs) league we got christmas and evergreen and they're coming for you they are uh she was also in holiday hearts northern lights of christmas uh this one she owns a reindeer farm uh never kiss (laughs) and never kiss a man in a christmas sweater which uh was the movie that she also came out in this year Never Kiss a man in a christmas sweater yes yes and that one came out a few weeks ago it was really good that's like four drinks by the way uh coming in fourth is Holly Robinson Pete with seven movies. So she has been in uh, the Christmas and Evergreen movies. She is the lead for this year's Christmas and Evergreen Bells Are Ringing. Uh, she's getting married, I believe. She was also in this year The Christmas Doctor, which was very good as well. Um, a Christmas Family Gift in 2019. Uh, again, The Christmas in Evergreen Tidings of Joy in 2019. Christmas in Evergreen Letters to Santa in 2018. And Christmas in Evergreen, the original in 2017. And then Angels of Christmas in 2015. So our Drink audience, up. Our audience is hammered <laughs> at this point. I've... Like, you watch these movies, I have already lost track of all the words you just said. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to go slower? They could use any combination of Christmas, <laughs> yeah. Evergreen, mm-hmm. Tidings, Angel, Family, mm-hmm. and there's your title. Okay, so in third place is Alicia Witt with eight movies. Okay. This year, her movie is Christmas Tree Lane. Okay, that's a drink. In 2019, she was in our Christmas love song. Oh, my God. In 2018, Christmas on Honeysuckle Lane. <laughs> Ooh, don't love that. In 2017, <laughs> in 2017, she was in the Mistletoe Inn. That doesn't have Christmas in it. Okay, no. In 2016, the Christmas list. Um, I'm not ready for Christmas in 2015. Christmas at the Cartwrights in 2014, and a very merry mix-up in 2013. I think uh, having Christmas and honeysuckle in a title—that's a finisher <laughs> drink. <laughs> okay. There's a tie for first place as oh, well. Oh, whoa. What a, wait, we haven't gotten to Gretchen Wiener or DJ Tanner. So that is where Lacey Chabert and Candace Cameron Bure come hey. in, both with nine movies. Jesus. Do you want me to read them out? Just give me the highlights. Uh, Lacey Chabert, uh, this year's movie she's in is The Christmas Waltz. Okay. It actually just came out. Uh, we have Christmas in Rome. Oh, she is in Christmas in Rome. Yes. So this one was, again, filmed in Rome. Uh, she was in Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe. Oh, come on. On. 
And then now you're now you're taking classic literature <laughs> and you're hallmarkizing it. And then uh, Candace Cameron Bure also had nine. This year, her movie is called If I Only Had Christmas. If only I had Christmas. No, if I only had if Christmas. If I only had Christmas. But still, though, like... I'm just playing. Oh, no. None of these people have Christmas in their lives, yes. right? She was also in, uh, to name a few, Switched for Christmas, where she played a twin. Um, Christmas Town. A Journey Back to Christmas, where she actually went back in time, and she was in a few more. I actually think I remember Switched for Christmas, because I had... Um, I liked that one. I had partaken good. in some herbal remedies, <laughs> is how I'm going to frame it, and there was a guy in there <laughs> who, like, when they realized the switch happened, he just had this incomprehensible look on his face, and the acting just wasn't that good. Mm. And I paused it and rewound it so many times, because I thought it was hysterical, <laughs> because he was like... Oh. What do, you, what do you mean there's two of them? It's like, dude, watch the princess switch, switched again. There's three of those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's three Vanessa Hudgens. You got it easy, bro. <laughs> so that's the roundup for the uh, Hallmark, the Queens of Hallmark. Okay, I think um, just to wrap this in a bow, we should mm-hmm. play the, the movie trailer game. Okay, again. I like it. Yeah. Let's do it. How about like skating at Central Park? Oh my God, that's great. Let me write that down. So we have skating in Central Park is a story of Justin, a real estate agent in New York City. In comes Ashley from small town. Wait, wait, what town is she from? It's from somewhere in Pennsylvania. I don't even know what a town in Pennsylvania would be called. Tinseltownville, Pennsylvania. (laughs) When she runs into Justin at a quaint, cute cafe, they realize the meaning of Christmas. They have snowball fights, enjoy hot cocoa together and the thing is is that they have this really long first date and it culminates with them skating in central park join us on the hallmark channel how was that i think that was pretty good right that's awesome <laughs> okay i'm dead you used tinseltownville yeah. in one of them oh my god i didn't know that i uh, thought you made it up on the fly i'm realizing uh in radio we have crutches which is things we uh say more than once and i'm realizing tinseltownville is my hallmark christmas romantic well, comedy crutch you might be getting a sweater that says tinseltownville oh on for christmas Jesus. if anyone can make that for me let me know so so we did we did the top female actresses are we on to we are on for the top men in hallmark christmas movies so, there's no number per se. I do give you the n- amount of movies that they're in, but I kind of just highlight what movie they're in this year. Okay. So, we have Luke McFarlane. He is in six movies. Um, he usually plays a character who's really down to earth, easygoing. This year, he is in Chateau Christmas. Chateau Christmas. He is... Um, yes, he is the only open, uh, openly gay hallmark male lead that they have that's awesome yes niall matters uh the movie this year he is in is never kiss a man in a christmas sweater andrew walker six movies um i really like when he's the male lead in the in the movies oh is he a little bit of a hallmark rom-com crush well i mean they all they are they're all very good looking um but yes andrew walker's very nice um so is niall matters um, so is Luke McFarland. Okay, they're all really good looking. Okay, we've established everybody's yes. good looking. Okay, so uh, the movie that Andrew Walker is in this year is Christmas Tree Lane with Alicia Witt. Michael Ratty, six movies as well. Uh, he usually plays an executive man or like a, you know, one of those high up oh, suit he's guys. The New York City guy? He is very much Does so. Does he end up in quaint towns? He always ends up in quaint towns. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. 
somehow he gets thrown (laughs) he somehow gets thrown back into like a small town yeah uh the movie he's in this year is called the christmas bow it is an instrument. Oh, yes, oh, not just a Christmas bow. Okay, yes, it's I, thought, a, like, I believe it's a, a wreath making violin. Class, no, it's a okay. violin, I believe. Uh, Wes Brown. He's in five movies. He usually plays a small town guy. Uh, his movie this year is a Nashville Christmas Carol. Mark Bluckus. He's been in four movies. The one that he's in this year is Good Morning Christmas. Good- so. They're oh, on no. a morning is show. Is this a broadcast thing? Oh, it is a broadcast thing. They go to a small town and broadcast there for a week. Shut up. <laughs> That's horrible. Trevor Donovan, three movies. This year he is starring in USS Christmas, which comes out tonight. So he's on a boat. He is on a boat, And then yes. he comes home for Christmas, I'm No, assuming. she goes there. Oh, she goes to the boat. She's doing a story oh, on uh, the history of the boat, I believe. And they end up, you know, <laughs> working together. The USS Christmas? Yes. Oh, man. At well, least, you know what? Hey, there's a little bit of creativity <laughs> here. Good job, guys. They're not on land. Yeah. <laughs> they added water as an element. That's really exciting. I do have an honorable mention. Um, he doesn't have a movie coming out this year, which is why I didn't include him. I only included uh, the top male leads who have movies coming out this year. So there's several more. Um, but Jesse Metcalf. Oh, whoa. Hey, yes. hey, an actual high profile actor. Yeah, yeah. So he's actually been in two Hallmark movies. Good for you. Je- well, I don't know if that is a good for you, Jesse Metcalf. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we, um, it's, so, so should there be like a betting aspect to this with like, Will this specific person get a Hallmark movie this year? Oh, like you mean like a fantasy football team? Oh my God, that's a great idea. Yes. There should be Hallmark romantic comedy fantasy football. Because in normal fantasy football, like if somebody right. makes a catch, somebody scores a touchdown, throws a touchdown, mm-hmm. you get points for that. Mm-hmm. If I can predict, yo, Jesse Medcalf is coming back in 2021. He's got one. With so-and-so. With DJ Tanner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> yeah. There should, there should be something out there. I, I think you have something there. Yeah. If you make apps, like betting apps, we'd be interested. Yeah. Yeah. Let's throw that in there. A fantasy Hallmark Christmas movie team. Yeah. There you go. I actually really like that. I don't hate that at all. Okay. So next up, I'm going to give you some movie titles and you're going to tell me what they're about. Oh, I'm so good at this game. And then after, I'll tell you what the actual synopsis of the movie is. Okay. The Christmas Doctor. I know this entire podcast, I've been saying, <laughs> I hate romantic comedies from Hallmark. <laughs> I think I've seen this. Is this the really? one where it's it's the military doctor and she goes to this small town because there's some history there? You. It's with the actress whose last name is Pete. I don't know. Is it Holly Robinson Pete? Is yes. that the right? Whoa, yeah, I'm yeah. nailing this That's and good. I'm not proud of it. Oh, I think you do watch them when I'm not around. I don't, I swear. So yes, she was a military doctor. She left uh, left the military and now she's kind of like a traveling doctor. She kind of fills in for doctors um, around the States. And she goes to a small town, yes. finds love. Learns the meaning of Christmas. She does, yeah, yeah. And probably stays in that small town. Yeah, and and the doctor who brings her there, uh, she actually has a past connection with because his son was the one who she was friends with in the military. That she was, yeah, yes, yeah. Jingle Bell Bride. I feel like in this one we meet the couple and they're already together, but there's something happening in the world that maybe uh, causes a little bit of friction. Is this the one where um, uh, she has no family, but then the guy? Her uncle shows up in that town and she's supposed to get married and her uncle is like, hey, I'm your uncle. Surprise. And she's really conflicted over it. But eventually she's like, yeah, you're my uncle. No, that one was good, though. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
but no. Okay. It's a wedding planner finds romance with a handsome local after traveling to a remote town in Alaska to find a rare flower for a celebrity client. Oh, I should have known that. That was so obvious it was right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> it really uh, led you into the flower world. Yeah, I'll get you next time. Heart of the Holidays. Oh, this one's so simple. So there's got to be a ranch involved in this one, I'm thinking. Uh, anytime they use heart or heartland, you're thinking Tennessee somewhere. So this uh, female ranch owner... In Tennessee, the ranch is doing poorly financially, and this accountant from the big city of Nashville comes in, and he's auditing them for something, and he realizes, oh my god, I love this woman, and here's a plan to save the ranch, and they find love, learn the meaning of Christmas. So that is a storyline of a Hallmark movie. Okay. Um, But it's not this one. Not this one. No. A career-driven woman reunites with her high school boyfriend after returning home for the holidays. Oh, so close. In New York. Ah, not like even in New, Tennessee. New York State. She lives in New York. She's um, very career-driven. She returns home to her high school boyfriend. Where they um, have to work together. Uh, and, yes, they fall back in love. Good morning, Christmas! Exclamation oh, mark. stupid broadcast one. <laughs> A morning show goes to some tiny little town because there's something significant about that town. What's the name of the town? Noelville or something, <laughs> right? Two competing TV hosts travel to a small town over Christmas, and while pretending to get along for the sake of appearances, they slowly discover there is more to each other than they thought. Mm, I hate it. Five Star Christmas. Okay, so there's a hotel involved here. These two professors at a university are going back home. They, they, they don't like each other, but they actually, their hometowns are nearby. So they're like, all right, for the Christmas break, why don't I carpool with you? There ends up being a big storm. They have to pull off into this small town and stay in this hotel together. And they learn that there's not more to each other than meets the eye or whatever that saying is. And they fall in love. So oddly enough, that is another plot to a Hallmark movie. Um, it's... Except, like, they do get snowed in. The beginning part, I think, is a little bit different. It's called Snowed in Christmas. Wait, is it, but it's two professors? or No, or it's, it's not two, two professors. Okay. It's uh, two journalists. Oh. And they oh, have to travel. So yeah, they have to find a story, and they end up in this really small town, and they get snowed in, and it's called Snowed in Christmas. It's actually one of my favorite Hallmark movies um, that, that you said. That's pretty cool. You brought it up. Anyway, <laughs> no, that is not a five-star Christmas. After moving back... To her hometown, a woman plots with her siblings and grandparents to help her father's new bed and breakfast get a five-star review from an incognito travel critic. I was way off. Well, I, you got the hotel, hotel part. part. You yeah. did get that. I mean, that was pretty obvious. Yeah. Me. Cranberry Christmas. Oh, this one's super vague. Okay. It has fruit. Okay. Well, what's that guy who does the, he's always the businessman in every single thing he does? Michael Raddy. Michael Raddy. So Michael Raddy shows up in this, this small <laughs> town <laughs> and he is a, uh, he's a marketing executive. And there's a business there that he realizes needs some help with their marketing. The business is not going to be a quaint coffee shop. That's too easy. It's going to be like a, a Christmas store that sells really, really interesting antiques. And he realizes, oh, my God, my grandmother's antique is actually in this shop because his family is from this town. And he just came back to tie up some loose ends with a family, a family owned property. And then he realizes, oh, my God, the owner of this antique shop. <laughs> what an amazing woman. I'm going to help you with your marketing. But on the way, they find love, don't they? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, and the deal is the antique. It's like a cranberry bowl. It's what they used to put the cranberry sauce in. Oh, okay. At his Christmas a cranberry dinners. bowl. Okay. Yeah. No. It is actually about a cranberry farm. A separated couple 
Frayne Marital Bliss on national television to help their town's Christmas festival called Cranberry Festival, I believe. And their business called Cranberry Christmas. But rekindled their love is complicated by new opportunities. I think mine was better. It was actually a really good movie. I should write these. I really liked this one. It's a 2020 movie as well. Let us know if you think my Hallmark stories are better than the actual Hallmark stories. You might have a new day job. Yeah. Hire me, Hallmark. (laughs) Let's jump into another movie trailer game. Dad, it's Danny. The year Santa stole my wife. Yeah, yeah, I'm writing it down. Give me a sec. I'm going to write a few things down. Stole my wife. Okay. All right. Here we go. We have (laughs) the year Santa stole my wife. Danielle is a uh, a coffee shop owner from Christmasville, Indiana. Tim comes into her shop. They strike it off, sparks fly, and they find love. Now Tim and Danielle are they're playing it easy, but one night Tim sees Danielle making out with Santa Claus. Dun dun dun! And turns out. Tim actually has a twin brother named Tom, and he works as the town Santa. And Danielle mistakenly made out with him. Oh, no. But don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Danielle and Tim, they work it out, and they find love together. Join us on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> okay, so I think that was your best one yet. Oh, right, yeah, you think that was I love good. the twin development there. The, yeah, I'm the, working on my stories the here. The addition of that one. Hey. I, I really think Hallmark is going to hire you to do some writing for them. And now... Time for the Hollies! Much like the Dundee Awards for The Office, Sarah has her Holly Awards. Woo! So these are uh, a wide variety of awards yes. that we're giving out to, to Hallmark movies this year. So what do you got? So the first one up is the award for the biggest amount of cheese. Mm. So cheesiness, the cheesy movies. The winner is A Cheerful Christmas. Why is it cheesy? Um, She's actually uh, partly annoying. No, she's really annoying in this movie. Oh. Um, but she grows on you by the end of it. And you just kind of appreciate the amount of cheese that she brings to the movie. She's a, uh, a decorator and a planner. Christmas planner. Actually, no. She's a Christmas coach. That's what she calls She's herself. She's a Christmas coach. Yeah, so she coaches what, people what does that even mean? on how to bring Christmas into their lives. So there's a lot there of cheese. There can't be a lot of money in that. <laughs> like, that doesn't seem like a lucrative <laughs> Well, career. I mean, it is only a month, so you know out of I'm the year. For? I'm looking for somebody to coach me on my christmas <laughs> Right. Award for the most Christmas spirit goes to... Christmas in Evergreen, all of the movies. Oh, my God. All. <laughs> all Watch four. out, Marvel. They're coming for all you. All four. Award for biggest Christmas tree. A Christmas tree grows in Colorado. Is this factual, or did you just look at it and be like, that's a big fucking tree? No, the movie was really good. It was a huge tree. They kind of... Um, but like, but what I'm saying is, do we know for a fact it is the biggest well, Christmas they, tree? Well, they compare it to it being a uh, similar size to the Rockefeller Center. Right. Yeah. And that the wood used from the tree after Christmas will go to making, uh, building homes. So it is a big tree. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This, this is factual things that they're doing. In the movie. Oh, oh, it's in the movie. No, this isn't actually <laughs> real. I couldn't tell if you were being no. serious or not. <laughs> Wow, that's no, so this, nice of Hallmark. To it's do part that. of the storyline. 
<laughs> See, that's how realistic this they is, could be. This is really frightening when Hallmark, the, the the line between reality and Hallmark is being blended. Well, maybe the Rockefeller tree in real life does this. I don't know. <laughs> However, it is in the movie script for A Christmas Tree Grows in Colorado. Oh, my God. Award for most pet-friendly rom-com. Oh, that's an interesting award. It is The Nine Lives of Christmas. This one came out in 2014. Shut up. Don't tell me it's about cats because I'm going to lose it. It is about cats. Uh. They bring, they, they come together and they bring their owners together. It's actually a really good movie. How? how oh, I really okay. liked it. Okay, no. No, no, no. No. That's that's where I'm drawing the line. There's no way that's a good movie. It was quite good. Um, I enjoyed it. So that is the most pet friendly award. Award for best on-screen chemistry goes to Heart of the Holidays. Oh, hey. Yes. What's happening on there that were like, uh, like sparks are flying? I just think they had really good chemistry together. Time. Yeah, it's another 2020 movie. Award for most tears given is Holly and Ivy. Oh. Happy cries, sad cries. Um, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. This this woman moves into uh, a house. Uh, she befriends the next door neighbor and her two children. Uh, later, she finds out that the mother of the two girls has uh, terminal cancer and oh she God. has no one to look after her girls once she's gone. The new neighbor, having been in the foster care system herself, agrees to take take the girls that's a, a surprisingly generous heart well it's a big plot for a hallmark movie. it so. is yes yes it was very different from um most of the hallmark movies again a 2021 um they're really branching out it's uh, it was a really really good movie and lastly the award for most unrealistic love story a Nutcracker Christmas. Oh, why is it unrealistic? This is fun. I just, personally, I just found that they didn't have chemistry. It wasn't really believable. They had been past Sparks from years ago. They were both in, in the Nutcracker Christmas, like oh, ballet. Flames, And yeah. it just didn't, it, it wasn't really believable. So um, this one came out in 2016. And that is all for this year's Hollies. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Hollies. Okay, so the last thing I wanted to touch on was a few movies to watch in the coming weeks. So these are all movies that are 2020 movies that will be coming out very shortly, and you should check out. And I'll, I'll give you my Devin pick, because I can probably predict the plots for most of these, and we'll get a good one. A Christmas in Evergreen! Oh, Bells in are Evergreen. ringing! Right, okay, so that's part of the Evergreen series yes. of movies. Christmas, she wrote. Ooh, hate that. Love, Lights, and Hanukkah. Hey, yo, that's a little bit different. I mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Christmas comes twice. Well, that's just factually I, inaccurate. So. I feel like it's going to be like kind of like a Groundhog Day type thing. You <gasps> yeah, know? That's a good idea. Right? Yeah, yeah, I like it. She wakes up and has an opportunity to change it, you know? Yeah. Or he, you know? Uh, a Christmas carousel. Well, carousels are like the worst things at a fair, so don't even bother with that. What? Oh, yeah. Do a Ferris wheel. Don't do a carousel. Carousels are so fun. Mm. Who are you? Disagree. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to be on a pony. It was just going to come up. That's so much oh. fun. Okay. Anyway. Cross-country Christmas. They're cross-country skiers. Oh, I was thinking maybe they'll go across country together. They oh. get stuck in a car together and have to cross the country. Oh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they're skiers, probably. Oh, maybe it would have been called a cross-country. There, there's one professional skier, and she's teaching the single father's daughter how. Oh, to cross that's a good skiing. one. Yep, yeah. yep. A little Christmas charm. Something about a necklace that went missing. Mm, yes, that's a good one. Unlocking Christmas. I have no idea. Me neither. Okay. Project Christmas Wish. I don't know what it is, but that one's got to be stupid as well. You know, none of these are stupid. 
And has this been our Hallmark Christmas romantic comedy special? It has. Thank you so much for tuning in. Follow us on Spotify. If that is where you're listening to us, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. We love to read those. And as well, follow us on Instagram at romcom where you want. Thanks for listening.